round off the usual suspects. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. You guys are having a very good one. Um, so I want to touch upon this story. Um, I've, I've been hearing some things about this on Twitter and... Um, been wanting to sort of talk about it. Um, it seems like the usual suspects are seeking to already douse the uh, bill or douse this in- initiative with cold water. Um, you know, I- I've I've talked about Wisconsin um, in terms of medical marijuana reform, and I've named and shamed their leaders for using culture war posturing to keep prohibition up and running. Um, it's really, really sad um, that, you know, I get that and I get and I, I feel that these leaders, they know, they know that like, they know, like, technically, like, they can't really say the same things that that Henry Astlinger said in the 30s that that marijuana makes minorities think that they're equal to white people. They can't, they can't outright say that because, you know, that's, that's too brash. That's uncouth. Um, it's too overt, you know, but they can be like, oh, well, in Colorado, the, the accidents went up, which, which didn't. The population as a whole went up in that state. And when you have more people flood into a state for jobs and opportunity, then there's going to be more accidents. But, um, they'll say things like, oh, we have to think of the children or, oh, um, you know, it's going to lead to recreational marijuana and, you know, people are just going to be couch potatoes that don't work. They're just going to bring, they're just going to bring out other dog whistles to hide their true intent. And it's really sad that, um, because Wisconsin was once a very like progressive sort of state. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like, um, the unemployment insurance and, um, workers comp, those are ideas that came out of Wisconsin and Wisconsin's progressive, uh, roots. And, and I think Milwaukee elected like a socialist mayor in like the, I want to say like the thirties or something like that. But, but the state of Wisconsin has always had a sort of progressive, you know, f- uh, forefront sort of history. And, um, I just feel that um, people like the Koch brothers have just sabotaged that entirely by funding people like Scott Walker and, and using Scott Walker to play play on play upon white identity politics and pit rural people against urban people to pit Milwaukee and Madison versus everyone else. You know, I, I've, I've, I've read this one book called The Politics of Resentment. And it was very, very informative. Like I, I learned a lot about how Scott Walker won, you know, what his appeal was, how he pitted, you know, the academics of, 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 of the University of Wisconsin-Madison against, the, you know, the rank-and-file farmers and, 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 the, and, and the rural people. He, he, he waged a culture war on, on, on city people. So, oh, the, they, he made it seem like, you know, the teachers and the, the professionals were gaining at the expense of the farmers and were gaining at the expense of the rank and file people in Wisconsin. And that really wasn't the case. It was, it was the, it's the 1% screwing 
it's the one percent like the Koch brothers putting all these wedge issues in front of everybody trying to mess everyone over and trying to pit everyone against each other what it really is is is, is the one percent versus everyone else if, if if i'm to be honest but you know but you had scott you had scott walker just play upon you know white identity politics and play upon um play upon rural versus urban like all day every day and that's that's what he did to 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 cut teachers unions that's what he did to cut unions in general you know and it's just really really sad that you know you have these things going on and despite the fact that non-binding um initiatives for legalizing medical and recreational passed all across the state so there's a huge majority of people that want this legal some like 80 percent of people want medical marijuana legal in the badger state but these lawmakers rather wage a culture war and rather ape um, Esslinger's points, but in a more subtle sort of way. They still think that cannabis is going to bring upon the wrong people to Wisconsin and ruin the character of the state or whatever. They still think those vile things. But they, um, but they know that they can't really say it out loud anymore because, you know, it's, it's, it's a bad look. It's not because they don't believe it. But it's just a bad look. But um, as as always, I can be found on these platforms. I can be found on Patreon. Become a Patreon above. I can you can listen to me on Spotify, um, Anchor FM, iTunes, Castbox, uh, Radio Public, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. Wisconsin Senate leader snuffs medical marijuana bill that appear to have some GOP backing. Madison, leader of the state Senate, all but ruled out adopting medical marijuana legislation Friday, just hours after backers released their bill on the issue. Supporters had hoped they can gain traction on the bill because of the support from some Republicans who control the legislature, but only... The leader of the state Senate all but ruled out adopting medical marijuana legislation Friday, just hours after backers released their bill on the issue. Supporters had hoped they can gain traction on the bill because of support from some Republicans who control the legislature. But one of the legislature's most powerful leaders quickly said he opposed the measure. Everyone knows that medical marijuana leads to legalize marijuana, said in a statement by Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald of Juno. We already we've already seen that some states that have easier access to marijuana have seen an increase in emergency room visits and impaired driving accidents. I'm gonna stop this right there. You're seeing you're not seeing a gigantic surge in, in hospital room visits. What you're happen what you're seeing happen is now that it's it has been made legal in some states. People are just more comfortable letting going to the hospital and letting a doctor know, you know, if it goes south. Because before, people would be too afraid because of its illegality that they would get arrested after telling, after going to the hospital or whatever because of it being illegal. But now, people, you know, if they have a bad trip, instead of just riding it out at home. And, and having someone, having someone, having like a friend or whatever, just look after them the entire night. They just go to the hospital and then, you know, the, the hospital gives them, the hospital puts them a morphine or whatever it is, 
you know, and tells them, has them rest for an hour or two, and then they, they get discharged. It's not anywhere near the level of alcohol where if you drink too much, I mean, I know people in, in college, I thankfully that's never been me, but I know people that have had to go to the hospital and have their stomach pumped out because they had too much, you know, and if their stomach wasn't pumped out in time, they would have died. But with weed, weed doesn't have a, 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 a ability to cause an overdose and, and lead to, to death. You know, at worst, you're just going to feel very, very paranoid. At worst, you're just going to feel extremely tired. At worst, you're just going to feel very anxious. But you sleep it off the next day. It's like it never happened. But with alcohol, if you have too much and you and the doctors, the nurse, the EMTs don't pump it out in time, you're, you're gone. You know, so if there's an increase in hospital visits is because people are more comfortable now admitting to their use now that it is legal in those states and again like i said earlier the impaired driving that's the that's 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 not true in all in in colorado and washington for example those states have been growing a lot for the last 10 years the last 5 10 15 years they've been growing a lot you know because of amazon because of colorado's just growing population and because of it just growing growing more more industries and just growing in general more people are wanting to move to those states. And when more people move to a state, you're going to have more cars on the road. And when there are more cars on the road, there are more accidents. I mean, we talked about this in our episode with the lit and lucid folks. But it's because more people are moving to the state. It isn't because more people are smoking weed. And also, um, and also, like, the thing is, um, the thing is, you're not... When you legalize cannabis, you're not suddenly unleashing millions of new pot smokers. The same people that didn't smoke are not going to smoke. The same people that are just beer and alcohol people and are unflinching in being beer and and alcohol people are going to continue being beer and alcohol people. And that's just the way it's going to be. But, um, but anywho like it's just it's nonsense it's it's a complete fallacy that you let you let across more people you know what what ends up happening is that people stop going to their guy and they go to the legal adult use dispensaries instead they don't they don't instantly you're not instantly creating millions of more pot smokers it's just that those pot smokers are moving from illegal street pharmacists gals and guys to the regulated market that's what that's what is happening but um let's continue jesus christ this site really needs to work on its like ads it's like i've like i feel like this site has crashed this computer like three times let's go back to the article it's crashed this computer three separate times three four separate times it's like the fourth fourth or fifth attempt or more of, of, of doing this because of it crashing i don't support this plan and i don't think it's going to i think it's going to be a tough sell to the majority of the caucus okay the majority of the of the districts and the municipalities that had um non-binding measures then passed it overwhelmingly like it passed almost everywhere in wisconsin if you if you listen to our previous episode on this so it's it's complete and utter fallacy that um it's complete and utter fallacy that there's not support in the caucus 
there's not support amongst the the politicians that want to continue to wage culture war games. So that's that's what he's talking about. But to say that the constituents don't want it is a complete and total and utter lie. Fitzgerald, who announced Tuesday he was running to replace the retiring U.S. Rep. Jim Sensenbrenner, has been skeptical of medical marijuana. His comments on Friday were some of the strongest against the idea. Republicans this spring rejected a part of the Democratic governor Tony Evers' budget that would allow for allow medical marijuana for but some supporters of the idea have expressed optimism because the GOP assembly speaker Robin Voss of Rochester announced in June that he wanted to explore such legislation this fall. Backer back backer's enthusiasm was further buoyed Friday morning when a Republican Senator Teston of Stevens Point unveiled the bill with two Democrats. Any momentum supporters gain was undercut hours later when Fitzgerald issued the statement. I think it's going to face an uphill road in the Senate, Teston said in an interview. It's going to be a difficult battle. Teston said that he came to support the bill in part because marijuana helped him helped his grandfather, who had lost much of his vitality because of the bone and lung cancer. I saw him make the decision to go outside the law and seek treatment with medical marijuana, Tustin said in a statement. It restored his appetite, and I believe it added months to his life. Doctors and patients, not the governors, not the government or governors, should decide if cannabis is the right treatment. Indeed. It's, it's sad that it had to get to the point that he he got rid of his reefer madness and mentality only when it affected him personally and affected his own personally. But otherwise, he was going to continue towing the line and and believing the culture war posturing that, you know, it's it's going to bring in the wrong people and it's going to lead to the downfall of society. So we have to keep you have to keep the identity of the state, the state, and we have to prevent the wrong types of people from from getting high and, and, and coming into Wisconsin or whatever, or we have to, we have to prevent people from being couch potatoes, you know, just dare talking points and Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan just say no nonsense. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's better to have as much people in the fold advocating for us as possible. So it's good that it's good that he, he saw the light in one way or the other. Tustin, who's in his first term, was a lead sponsor of a 2017 law, a 2017 law allowing hemp farming. Releasing the medical marijuana bill with Tustin were two Democrats who have long pushed for it. Senator Erpin Pock of West Point and Rep. St- C- Chris Taylor of Madison. Erpenbach said he hadn't gotten Republican co-sponsors in the past. He had hoped Tustin's support would help the bill advance in the legislature. To have a Republican on the bill, I think, helps, said Erpenbach. I've never viewed this as a partisan issue. I think there are Republicans who support it, but haven't said so publicly or loudly. I hope more will sign on. He said that he hoped Fitzgerald would consider the public statement before sidelining the legislation. 16 counties strongly supported some form of marijuana legalization in non-binding referendums last year, and 83 backed the medical marijuana in Marquette University Law Law School poll this month. I'm sure it is popular 
in his popular in his congressional district that he's running in, Erpenbach said of, of Fitzgerald, this issue is a real libertarian thing. Always has been. The latest discussion has been a medical mar- has been about medical marijuana in Wisconsin comes after neighboring states, Illinois and Michigan, pass legal recreational marijuana. Minnesota allows the use of marijuana for medical reasons. Um, again, Minnesota's um, law is very, very restrict- restricted. They have a limited number of, of qualifying conditions as we've gone over. The, um, they only have vape carts. I, I think vape carts, tinctures, pills, and oils, and topicals. That's it. You can't get whole plant because the former governor, from what I remember, was... Um, he was, I think he had like a, he had like a substance abuse issue. So like, because he can't handle his substances, he had to make the, the, the medical marijuana law very, very restrictive. And so he did. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you have surrounding states like Ohio that have it. You have surrounding states like Michigan that have gone full adult use and Illinois to itself that have gone adult use. So you know they're 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 falling behind on marijuana policy, and like we've covered in previous stories, we like in like um in my neck of the woods, in next door to my neck of the woods in New Hampshire, like a, a former state congressperson, he had him and his wife had to move because the the medical pr- program was so inadequate and so ex- expensive, and he couldn't grow his own for his wife. That, you know, they, they had to leave their life there as, as, as New Hampshire residents to move to Maine, which had better medical marijuana laws. If you don't think people are going to do that, if Wisconsin doesn't get in, in, in high gear with this stuff, then I have a bridge to sell you because they're going to do that. They're going to move to Illinois or they'll move to Michigan or Ohio to get access to the medicine that they need. You know, people don't have all day to wait for, these Republicans to subculture were posturing. They don't. People's lives are on the line. This is life or death to some people. The Wisconsin bill is being circulated among lawmakers to try to secure an addition to secure additional support. Fitzgerald's comments make it clear that it would have difficulty getting a committee hearing and a vote in the Senate once it's introduced. See, told you there's already cold water there because like like we talked about in previous episodes, you have too many the Republicans control both the chambers, despite the governor, the current Dem governor, wanting full adult use. You know, it's not even going to get out of committee because the, the Republicans have majority in both the Assembly and the Senate. And the and they have all their leaders, all the Republican leaders in the highest positions of of, of, of that of that sort of state house. So they're in charge of all the committees and they, they can block it from even advancing out of committee like this article said. You know, they. I mean, this isn't really going to have a shot at, at really passing any time soon unless both both the Assembly and the Senate are flipped. The bill's prospects in the Assembly are better, Voss said in June, and he would like to have at least a discussion about medical marijuana in the fall. Voss opposes recreational marijuana and says Evers' plan for medical marijuana has was rejected in the budget because Evers included provisions that would have eliminated penalties for recreational marijuana. I'm going to, I'm going to, if I were a betting man, what's going to end up happening if, if it does get out of committee is that they're going to ban smoke. They're going to ban whole flower. They're going to only make it five to 10 conditions at most. 
They're going to make a long, make it a long doctor patient relationship. So the doctor or nurse practitioner or medical physician won't really have a, a ton of autonomy. And then, and they, they, they're going to be, they're going to have to wait to prescribe the person the card and give the person the card to be able to visit the dispensaries. You know, so it's going to, they're going to have to wait several months to even get the card or whatever. The quote unquote bona fide doctor patient clause that we, talked about that was just struck down in new hampshire they're gonna they're gonna do that and and it's not you're not gonna get to grow your own and they're going to they're going to be very restrictive as like putting provisions you know saying that employers can discriminate against medical marijuana users they're going to continue the republicans are going to put heavy strings on this if this were to pass so they're going to continue to culture war posture, even if they do allow a bill to squeak through. That's what's going to end up happening. That's what Voss and 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 Fitzgerald are going to end up doing. And if I if I were a betting man, in February Voss said there's a ten percent chance that the legislature will adopt a medical marijuana law. Fitzgerald in January cast doubt on the Senate approving such a proposal. I don't believe the support there within the senate caucus to move that in in that direction but i do know that the debate's going on nationwide he said to them does not support even though most of the non-binding initiatives said that the majority of people do support it but there's not support in this culture war that's 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 the real reading of what he's saying fitzgerald has said that he's long been cooler to the idea than voss in 2017, Fitzgerald expressed surprise when Voss acknowledged his openness to medical marijuana. He said that in a incredulous Fitzgerald asked reporters when they told him of Voss's comments. All right. So end of article. So, I mean, I don't have too much more to add that I'm going to put like um, resources in the show notes so you can contact your lawmakers and, um, uh, and, you know, it's worth contacting them, even if it doesn't really have a shot of passing, which doesn't look like it does right now. But um, I, I'd still recommend you try to get in touch with your lawmakers and if, you know, and, and vote out the ones that are going to continue blocking this in committee. Vote them all out. Vote, vote every last one of them out. Because these people work for us and not the other way around. And if they are not doing their bidding... We, the taxpayer, are their manager. And when you don't do the manager's bidding at any job, you get fired. And these these politicians that are continuing to grandstand and culture war posturing ought to get fired. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm more than sure that the people of Wisconsin are eventually going to do it. So, um, again, this, this is where I can be found. I can be found on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Peace out. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. 
and you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes, you get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.